Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus and transform Hoxton. Hello everyone, Uh, welcome. If this is your first time, very warm welcome to you. Uh, My name is John, I'm part of the team here. Uh, at St. John's. Uh, and last week, Stephen launched our new series, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. You just heard a bit about it. Um, with a great talk um, that was called uh, God Feels. It was talking about all the different parts of Scripture where um, Jesus felt and it showed him to be really human and something we can really relate to. Uh, and tonight, I'm going to be talking about something called lament. Uh, and I know that's a bit of a strange word. It sounds like a word that's um, where someone spelt lemon very wrong. Um, but we're going to look into what is lament, why we don't lament, how we lament, uh, and uh, yeah, and how we can lament. Uh, but before we do, we need to understand a bit more about our own emotions. Uh, and it isn't true what they say. We Londoners really do have emotions. Um, And I'm sorry if that comes as a surprise to any of you, um, but as humans, we have been made to have emotions. We feel happy, we feel sad, we feel angry, anxious, and so many, so many other things, yeah. Um, And there are actually over 100 emotions that we can feel. And I got married uh, just over, just under four months ago to my wonderful wife, Rachel. Uh, Yes, round of applause for my wife, Rachel. Um, And... uh, I'm quite an emotional person. I'm the emotional person in the relationship. Uh, I'm always crying or having some kind of feeling or emotion that needs to be shared or talked about. Um, but I, four months in, I've discovered that Rachel only has one. And some of you might relate to this. And that one emotion is fine. So we got married. Um, Rachel would get home from work. Uh, and I'd say, oh, how are you doing, Rach? How was your day? How are you feeling? And she would say, I'm fine. And I, in that moment, would be sat on the sofa and I'd scooch over a bit closer to her and I'd stare into her eyes. And I would attempt to read her mind um, for how she was feeling. Because <laughs> I didn't know. Um, and when I was looking into how many emotions there were, fine wasn't one of them, I discovered. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, and four months in, I'm a great mind reader. And I can prove it to you now. I'll prove it to you now. Rachel is feeling really bored and wishing I would shut up and carry on with the talk. So I will, I will, I will. Um, (laughs) I'll carry on. Uh, Rachel is someone who uh, doesn't shout about her emotions. She likes to process them internally. Um, She likes to feel her emotions for a short while, solve the problem, and then move on. Job done. I'm not like this. I like to talk about my emotions, to deal with them, uh, and... Uh, but what, what I do sometimes is I talk about it too much and I mull it over and I let it get me down. Um, and, and that's a kind of a classic introvert, extrovert. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what we are. And joking aside, we all have emotions. We all have ups. We all have downs. Uh, and yeah, there's a whole box full of emotional and spiritual tools that we're going to learn how to use over the coming weeks in this series uh, and, but tonight I want to talk about one uh, that scripture gives us that's really helpful, that will really help us as we journey together in our emotionally healthy spirituality. Um, so let's get into it. Um, if you're making notes, um, you can write the title Lament at the top. Uh, and, and I have a few questions I'm going to ask uh, if you'd like to 
follow along. Um, so, what is lament? Uh, the, the, the literal sense of the word uh, literally means uh, an expression of grief or sorrow. Uh, it's hard and difficult emotions. Um, other sources describe it as a passionate expression. A passionate expression of uh, grief, sorrow, and hard emotions. Um, so, uh, it's, it's almost like an explosion. An explosion of emotions, uh, of difficult pain and grief and sorrow, um, and almost like a, a pressure cooker. I don't know if you've ever seen this happen on YouTube. Pressure cookers, um, they cook meats or stews uh, under immense pressure to make some great um, meals or, or whatever. But when there's too much pressure, they explode and go off in all different directions. And, and this is what I think about when we talk about uh, lament. An explosion of difficult emotions, often extreme and painful emotions, grief, sorrow, and loss, like I've mentioned before. Uh, and there have been times in my life uh, when I have just snapped, having loads on my plate, uh, and something just happens that I can't deal with. And I'm just like that, I'm having a go at my family, I'm crying like I, I do because I'm emotional, or just walking off. An explosion of emotions can be damaging to ourselves and to people around us. Um, but I think uh, we're going to look into the Bible, see what the Bible says uh, about lament, uh, about all these kind of um, hard emotions. And, and that psalm, uh, you might have picked up a Bible on the way, feel free to go and get them if you haven't. But that psalm uh, is uh, Psalm 22, we're going to read from verse 1, uh, and it's on page 554. Uh, and I'll give you a minute uh, to find your page if you're looking for it. Um, this psalm uh, is written by David. Uh, he's um, said to be the most revered king of Israel, the David who killed Goliath. Uh, and he, um, in the Bible it says, he's a man after God's own heart. So let's read together. Um, psalm 22, verse uh, 1, um, and ending at uh, verse 22. And that's page 554. And it reads, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out to you by day, but you do not answer. By, by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. And in you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. The hill insults at me, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him rescue him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast onto you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan encircle me, roaring lions tear their prey open, their, their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, all my bones are out of joint, my heart has turned to wax, it has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me, a pack of villains encircle me, they pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. But you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. 
Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lion. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I'll declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I'll praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. From this passage, um, we can see uh, two different parts uh, of the psalm. The first part uh, is... David, uh, his, his emotions, and we can clearly see in this passage his pain and anguish. The second part, you might not have expected it, but as David is getting this pain and anguish out onto this psalm, uh, he says in verse 19, but you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Verse three and four as well say, yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you, our ancestors put their trust. They trusted you and you delivered them. The second part of this psalm, what David is doing is he's reminding himself of the truth. The truth of why uh, he should trust in God in what was clearly a really hard time for David. David is saying, Lord, I'm surrounded by lions, but you, Lord, have closed the mouths of lions before. Lord, I don't feel like I can trust you, but you, Lord, have the trust of my ancestors and all of my family before me. Lord, I'm not sure I have enough money for this month. But you, Lord, have provided my every need up until this moment. Lord, life is too hard. I can't do this. I can't do this um, exam. I can't deal with this relationship. My anxiety is is taking over. My depression is clouding my vision. But you, Lord, are my strength. And I put my trust in you. I spoke about lament being an explosion of emotion. um, Like an exploding pressure cooker going in all directions. David's lament wasn't like this. David's lament was like a rocket. When they launch a rocket, they ignite the fuel and this incredibly powerful explosion takes place. And this explosion is controlled so that the explosion is used to lift the rocket up. The power of the explosion controlled and pushed down so that the rocket can go up. And David's lament is an explosion of deep and painful emotions whilst using that to lift himself up to God. So, what is lament? Lament is a passionate expression of hard emotions. David used lament like a rocket launch. An explosion of emotion is pushed down to lift him up to God. Why should we lament? Um, We should lament because it brings us into deeper intimacy with God. When I was on my gap year uh, about three years ago, a few years ago now, I shared a room with my friend Sam, uh, and the year started really well. Uh, We became great friends, uh, but a few months in, um, I started to feel like me and Sam um, were kind of drifting apart, my my roommate, and so to solve the problem, I started spending more time with him, um, but things only got worse, until one day, uh, Sam, he came up to me and he said, John, you are really annoying. I just can't deal with you all the time. I need some space. Um, But what Sam, uh, Sam was sitting on these feelings for quite some time. And during this time, it made him retreat in our relationship. We drifted apart for a little while. And we're great friends now after learning a bit more uh, about each other. Um, But what Sam did was he made that choice to deal with something that was difficult and hard and painful almost. 
and he was vulnerable with me and that drew us closer together. And this happens in our relationship with God. If we don't deal with the hard things in our relationship with our heavenly father, we drift apart, our relationship weakens almost. Part of lamenting is dealing with the deep and painful emotions. And we're going to get into some really practical steps of how to lament and help us to do that a bit later. Um, But uh, as we lament, we grow in intimacy with our Father in heaven. Uh, In Psalm 22, um, David models lament in a really helpful way that we can apply to our lives today. David is writing this psalm because he's being attacked by other nations and armies. He's crying out to God. Verse 1 is a good example of this. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He's saying, Lord, I'm being attacked. Where are you? Where are you now? In the Bible, uh, David is labeled a man after God's own heart. And the Psalms show uh, that David was seeking God through the good times and through the bad times. He let his grief and pain explode out. 1 Samuel 13 verse 14, you don't have to um, turn to it, I'll read it here. Uh, It says, the Lord has sought a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people. And this is talking about David. And God, uh, in in this part of the Bible, he was seeking someone who um, who sought God in every part of their life. And I wanna tell you today that God still is. Um, John 4 verse 23, again I'll read it, don't worry about turning to it. Um, It says, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is on the lookout for people who will worship him, love him and seek him in the truth of our lives and the truth of our, our pain and the truth of our grief and our sorrow. God is seeking the seekers. And he wants to do life with us, yes, in the happy times uh, and the joyful times, but also in the sad times, in the hard times of our lives. He wants to get down into the trenches of our lives, into the muck and the mud of our broken human lives. Jesus died on the cross and to forgive us of all of our sins, to allow us back into relationship with the Father because he loves us. Lamenting is seeking in the pain, in the hard times. Lamenting is a form of entering into relationship with God because as we lament, we lament to him, we lament at him and we lament with him. We are still engaging with our relationship with our Heavenly Father. Uh, And here's a few stories about lament. The first one is my story. I became a Christian about 11 years old. um, And this story is when I was about 14, maybe year 9, 10, that kind of time. Uh, And one of my friends was tragically killed in a mountaineering accident. Um, I was in a relationship at the time that was really hard and painful for me uh, and damaging to uh, and I, in this time, I just began to grieve, as any normal person would, in whatever process that they do. I began to grieve, I began to hurt. Uh, and I pushed, um, I became depressed as well, 
kind of one of the few times in my life, a lot of people do it more, but this is the time where I just became depressed and um, it became all really foggy in my head for me. Um, I pushed all my family and friends away, um, but about six months before this point, I learned how to play the guitar and I learned how to play the piano as well. Um, so all I knew how to do at this point when I was hurting um, when I, was to play and to sing, uh, play the guitar, the piano and to sing. Uh, and I started writing songs at this time as well. So the first songs I ever wrote were actually lament songs. Um, if you look at the songs I write today or the songs I sing on a Sunday, it doesn't kind of match up. But the first songs I wrote were, were ones of pain and, and hurt. Um, I stayed up for hours. And you can, you can ask my, my family about this. I stayed up for hours just playing and singing uh, these lament songs and uh, and. And, and, that's, and that's kind of where my relationship with God was born in, in this really hard time where I, I couldn't see him work in my life, but I could feel him work in my heart as I was um, worshipping. And uh, another story uh, is from Tim Hughes. Uh, I was listening to this Worship Central podcast, a great podcast if you um, just, it's, it is for worship leaders, but there's some great content in there too if you want um, to listen to that. But um, I was listening to it a few days ago, and in it, Tim Hughes, uh, who's a worship leader uh, and now a vicar in Birmingham, he tells this story that his dad told him. Um, in this story, uh, Tim was a really young kid, and he was really angry at his dad, and he was hitting his dad on the chest with his fists like this. And he was saying to his dad, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And after a while of Tim um, doing this, uh, Tim fell asleep in his father's arms. Uh, and I think this is a really beautiful image that we can use as we're dealing with the hard and painful parts of our lives with our Heavenly Father holding us through it all. Um, so why should we lament? Lamenting brings us into deeper intimacy with God. God is seeking the seekers and lamenting is seeking in the painful and hard times of our life. Uh, and it's entering into a real and honest relationship with our Heavenly Father. Um, so how? How can we lament? What practical things we, can we do to help us process our pain uh, and hurt? And I, um, there's so many great things that we can do to help us with our, our hurt and our pain. And we're going to cover loads over the coming weeks. So I'm, I'm just going to pick three out, um, three practical ways um, that we can um, Lament. So how can we lament? Number one, we use the David's but method. The David's but method. Uh, and the David's but method can be found in the Psalms we read uh, this evening. Um, David does two things in this method. Number one, he lets his deep and painful emotions explode out. Number two, he finds some truth to hold on to and then he puts a but in between them. So... Um, he does this in verse 18 uh, and 19. Uh, it says, um, They divide my cloths, uh, clothes among them and cast, my lots, uh, cast lots for my garments. But you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. So let your emotions explode out. Get them all out. Um, and there's so many ways that we can do this. We can do that by telling God or shouting at God uh, in prayer. We can do that by journaling. I find that really helpful. Um, I'm an extrovert, but when I can't always talk about it, I can get it down. That's really helpful. We can do it through worshipping, through singing, uh, and so many other ways. And if there's anything that we learn from David in the Psalms is that we are allowed to feel. We're allowed to. It's okay. And uh, music. Music. Uh, 
is an, has an amazing way of affecting our emotions. So something else that I'd suggest as we um, get our emotions out is find songs that make you feel. Uh, as well as that, find worship songs that say what you are wanting to say or that match up with how you're feeling in, a, in, in some kind of way. For example, there's a song called Sovereign Over Us. We do it here sometimes um, on a Sunday and other days. Uh, it's by Aaron Keyes and the, the lyrics go like this. There is strength within the sorrow. There is beauty in our tears. And you meet us in our mourning with a love that casts out fears. And the chorus... Your plans are still to prosper. You have not forgotten us. You are with us through the fire and through the flood. Uh, and getting your feelings out can be something as easy and as simple as going for coffee with a friend and telling, telling them how you're doing. So as we let our emotions out, explode out in whatever way, through worship journaling, whatever way that um, you, you find best, as we get them out, um, we need to find some truth to hold on to, like the method um, and that can be a scripture, that can be a prophetic word that's been spoken over you or something that God's done in your life in the past. So here is the David's but method in action. Lord, I'm really struggling to believe that you love me, but you, Lord, love the world so much that you sent your one and only son. Lord, I'm so anxious about my money, about my future, but you, Lord, promise uh, to provide my every need and have plans to prosper me and not to harm me. Like the rocket launch, allow your emotions to explode out. But as we do that, let's find truth to hold on to. To allow this rocket launch, this explosion, to propel us up into a more deep and intimate relationship with God. The second practical way that we can lament uh, is through prayer ministry. Um, and uh, about a year ago now, I went to a conference uh, and I went the whole week, five-day conference, I went the whole week without going forward um, for prayer ministry, and basically the whole week was prayer ministry, so it was quite surprising that I didn't. Um, but I went the whole week without going forward to pray, because I didn't feel the Holy Spirit was doing anything, or the calls were relevant for me particularly. Um, but on the fifth day, I think the last opportunity I got, I went forward for prayer ministry, not really feeling the Holy Spirit doing anything. Uh, and as I was being prayed for at the front, um, I, I just felt really peaceful. I felt the Holy Spirit... Um, rest on me, I felt peaceful uh, and then the Holy Spirit kind of increased what he was doing and I began to cry um, that's kind of how the Holy Spirit works in me, might be different for you, I, I just started um, to cry and then all of a sudden I felt these really deep and painful emotions just kind of rise up within me and I cried more and more and uh, I didn't really know what was going on but by the end of it I was pretty much weeping uh, and what was happening was the Holy Spirit was bringing up deep and painful and, and, and hurt in my life. He was bringing it up. Uh, he was helping me to lament. One of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to heal. If we give space to the Holy Spirit, he will help us to lament. He will help us to process and help us to deal with the painful parts of our lives. So I want to encourage us as we're dealing with uh, all these emotions, all this pain, all this hurt, whatever it is, as we're, as we're dealing with it, um, let's remember to respond in ministry times. Um, we create space here every week for the Holy Spirit to do whatever he wants to do so that he can heal us, lead us, and point us to Jesus. 
Um, and this is something that we can do at home on our own. Uh, we can do it with others in coffee shops or um, in other people's houses or in our connect groups. This is not just a Sunday thing. So let's give the Holy Spirit some space to work. Number three, um, and as I come into land, I want to share the third and final way uh, that we can lament. Uh, and the way that we can lament is in our friendships. Um, in Genesis, it says it's not good for man to be alone. This isn't just men, don't worry. This is my, men and women. Uh, it, it isn't good for anyone to be alone. That's a universal um, kind of principle. It's not, not good for man to be alone. Um, we were not created for a life of isolation, but we were created for a life in community. And I want to end today by reminding us of the power of friendship. There's something really significant that happens when we're just really honest with a few or one or a few good friends. And the act of a good friend listening to us, really listening, just lets us know that they care, that they're here through life's highs and lows. And I can't remember who said this, but someone once said, a problem shared is a problem halved. Which is why I'd really strongly recommend, if you haven't already, to join a connect group. Connect groups are for the purpose of encouraging us, giving us space to be vulnerable and to be prayed for. Or meeting up with a good friend on a regular basis over coffee uh, and just really getting into how you're doing. Vulnerability is the gateway to intimacy. So um, what is lament? Lament is like a rocket launch. It's an explosion of hard emotions that pushes us up towards God. Why should we lament? Lament brings us into a deeper intimacy with God. God is seeking the seekers. Lamenting is seeking God in the painful and hard times of our life. It's entering into a real and honest relationship with our Heavenly Father. And how? How should we lament? By using the David's butt method. Let your emotions explode out but hold on to the truth. Through prayer ministry, the Holy Spirit's job is to heal us. So let's make space for the Holy Spirit to work. And through our friendships, there is power in friendship. There is power in vulnerability. We were created for community and vulnerability is the gateway to intimacy. Amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.